your doctor refer you to Titan MRI or call them at 672-6644 today. Welcome to Hoop There It Is with WRUF Steve Russell and ESPN basketball analyst Mark Wise. Hoop There It Is, brought to you by Crime Prevention Security Systems and Titan MRI. Now, let's go to the studio with Steve and Mark on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Yeah, baby. We are talking hoops. It's a special edition of Hoop There It Is. Normally, we'll be with you Mondays at 11 a.m., but because we all celebrated the holiday yesterday, we are here for a special edition today, uh, and Seth Harp's going to produce today. We appreciate his work, and I appreciate the guy next to me, my buddy Mark Wise. We're going to talk all things college basketball. Mark, it's good to see you again, man. Good to see you, Steve, and Happy New Year. Yes. Uh, it's been a while. I know you've been busy with that other sport <laughs> yeah. that, that seems to be wrapping up now. But isn't it? Get, I'm trying to get my volume here where oh, I'm okay. in the right spot. Okay. Isn't I, could, it? I couldn't even hear me. Which, <laughs> you know how depressing that is. <laughs> isn't it amazing, though, that through all of this, we're still finding a way to play? Yeah, I'm thrilled for the players. Um, you know, there's been a lot of bumps in the road. Uh, I think the latest is um, like 78% of games are being played somewhere in that vicinity. Um, you certainly don't want to be in the 22%. I get that. I mean, we've seen, you know, Villanova was shut down. Uh, they haven't played since pre-Christmas. South Carolina, I just had them in their first game back. They played two games in 41 days. Yet that's the that's where we are. And so it doesn't do any good for coaches or broadcasters to complain about it. And as I said before, uh, the focus of this season, maybe more than any other, is the players and their ability to play and their ability to kind of showcase their passion. And we're lucky enough to cover it. And hopefully coaches feel lucky enough to coach them. I'm getting way ahead here, but I have to ask this. It's only January, and assuming everything, they're going to play everything in Indy. Right. Um, if South Carolina, for example, Florida, for example, not having Keontae Johnson for the season and now right. Scotty Lewis again tonight, do they get a pass? Does the committee take into account that sort of thing now, given this? What, what will happen with that? Well, um, in in, ter- in terms of Florida, they will get um, um, a pass for um, Scotty Lewis being out these three or four games or ever how long it is. But basically, they're going. I mean, they are playing this season without Keontae Johnson. Right. Period. So that's who they are. Um, there are a couple of things about this. Number one is you've got to get to thirteen games played, and everybody thinks. And I thought a month ago, six weeks ago. Well, that that won't be a problem. Okay, well, I just had South Carolina. They just played their sixth game. So if they were to get shut down for another two-week period, I mean, that comes into play. Yeah, ball there's game. No, there's no question about it. The vast majority of teams have already played 13. Not a, the vast majority, but they will. the vast majority will play at least 13. And cl- the majority will play closer to 20. And, you know, I'm going to say 
maybe 50% gets beyond 20. Um, so that's one thing. The second thing is the tournament moving to Indianapolis, in my view, logistically, it's doable. What I mean by that is you can find the hotel rooms, you can isolate teams on floors, you can do all the, the fact that they're going to use Hinkle Fieldhouse, I love that concept. The fact that they're going to play in Mackey at Assembly Hall in, in at IU, I, I love all that. But they are going to have to address the elephant in the room, and that's the what-if scenario. Right. You know, what if you come to Indy and you test positive? What happens? What happens if you win a couple of games and then test positive? That To me, that's that's the elephant in the room that no one has addressed right now. And, and I'm not saying they should right now, but that's going to come into play. Uh, if you want to call us, talk to Mark, ask him a question on our Campus USA phone line, you can do so, 392 8 Two five five. He will answer your questions. In the meantime, we will go to our first segment here. Mark, play of the week, oh, brought man. to you by already C- uh, Center State Bank with five Alachua County locations to serve you better. Play of the week. Well, the play of the week happened with twelve minutes and eighteen <laughs> seconds to go in the Alabama game uh, the other day when John Petty made the fifth of his five three pointers. The reason why that was significant, it was his 264th of his career, and that set a new Alabama record. So he is now the all-time three-point maker king, if you will, at Alabama history. And that's a you know, it's been fun to watch him uh, progress through his career. Did you see them being as good as they are? No, no. The 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 you know the new guys the 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 grad transfer Bruner has been really good Rojas has given them some some lift um they are committed to their style of play but in order to commit to that style of play two things have to happen in my view one is uh you have to have three or four guys that can beat people off the bounce I mean you you can't just say we're, we've got great spacing but if you don't make the defense shrink and if you don't have the ability to beat your guy off the dribble, then there's no reason for any help to, to happen. So they've got three or four different guys, and they'll pick on people. If they feel like they've got, you've got a weak link on the defensive matchups, they'll immediately, in transition, get the ball in that person's hands, and they attack. The other thing that has been most impressive about them is their unselfishness. I mean, I've, I've felt like in years past the ball stuck in, in guys' hands at times. That that's not the case. I mean, they're sharing, um, they're getting good shots, and then when you launch twenty nine threes a game, I mean, you you better, you know, you his system is score at the rim and 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 shoot a lot of threes and make a lot of threes, and everybody says, well, why doesn't everybody do that? Because you can't, doesn't everybody have that kind of roster? Right. So that he's done a good job of creating the roster that fits his system, but also transferring these players from an older system to one that, um, you know, right now they're on quite the roll. Yeah, fun to watch. Fun to watch. and Hard to guard. Yeah, hard to guard. And if you want to beat Alabama, this is, I've said this, Steve, this is the most offensive collection, the, uh, offensively driven collection of teams in the SEC I've seen in a long time. Because think about where Alabama was in terms of a half-court grinded-out team and the way they play now. What Bruce Pearl brought to Auburn eight years ago and the way that they play now. Uh, even Eric Musselman, and I give Eric, and I have them tomorrow night, um, I, I give him a lot of credit because he's committed to his system no matter what. What, I, what do I mean by that? 
It means if you're willing to play a lot of possessions and shoot a lot of threes, you are willing to run the risk of getting waxed a few times. And they got waxed in their last two games at LSU and out at Alabama. Now, guess what? Everybody else is getting waxed at those places, too. But a lot of coaches are not willing to do that. They're not willing to uh, get beat by 30. Um, they, it just, they just can't live with it. So, And then you throw in LSU and their big four. So I think we've got a collection of teams basically at the top of the league, Missouri being the exception there, Tennessee, they can score if – I mean, they're still mel, mel, uh, melding some, some, some new players with old players, and we can get into that later. But my point is, if you want to win games against these teams, you're going to have to get in the 80s. Yeah, you're, you're, you're not going to get – you're not going to grind out a 62-60 to 60 game. That's not going to – you may end up in that game, but yeah, that's not likely. All right, let's do uh, one of my favorite times here. Questions of the Week for Mark, brought to you by Paul Gardner Chiropractic, committed to your comfort and care. And again, if you have questions for Mark, you can send them to hoop, there it is, show, hoop, there it is, show, at gmail.com. Here we go, Mark. Stephen in Gainesville. Yeah. Gonzaga looks unstoppable. <laughs> is this the year they finally cut down the nets in Indy? Uh Here's the way I'll answer that. Uh, did you watch Baylor last night? Because they're pretty good, too. I, I think it's Gonzaga. I think, there's no question, in, and I'm including Baylor. Everybody is chasing the Zags right now. They are so good um, offensively. Um, they're deep. They're big. Uh, Jalen Suggs is fabulous at the point. But what – I mean, think about all the different pieces they have. Kispert makes threes. Uh, Timmy and the way he runs the floor and plays as a big. Andrew Nimhart has become an off-guard shooter for them, off the bench. So they can come at you a lot of different ways. Gonzaga, then a small gap, and then Baylor, then a bigger gap. And then in the next tier, that's where it gets kind of interesting. I've got Iowa there for sure. I've got Michigan there for sure. And everybody's going to say, well, wait, wait a minute. They just got beat at Minnesota. More on that later. <laughs> Uh, Tennessee has a chance to get in that group, but they've got to start playing better offensively. I say that, and this is a blanket statement, Steve, for a lot of teams. You've heard me say in the past that college players get better in practice. The NBA gets better in games, but college players get better in practice. COVID has limited practice. Therefore, that has limited the new players in getting better quicker so that's why old has won this year is because you don't they don't need as much practice yeah as the younger guys i think it's one of the big problems with kentucky right now they just haven't had it cal's process is based on the calendar and the calendar has shifted dramatically so um Again, uh, as it, it is what it is, and it's the, the basketball world that we're going to live in this one season. All right, we got a lot of these. Bobby and Alachua, the Gators look like a different team without Keontae. Any update on him? He won't be back for the tournament. Will he? No. I, I don't have any update on him. You probably know yeah. more than I do. Um, again, I'll put it this way. Take 16 points. You take a preseason player of the year. So take Jalen Suggs off Gonzaga. Take uh, Jared Butler off off Baylor. Yeah. I mean, I can go down the list. I mean, take the best player off any team. You're going to be impacted. Now, compound that. Florida, you know, they're, they've played the last three games. 
without Scotty Lewis. So that's 17 points from Johnson a night, 11 from Scott. That's 28 points. I mean, you that that that's more than a third of your production on any given night. So um, this is a Florida team that's going to tr- struggle to score right now. Uh Bowen Hawthorne, Scotty Lewis out again Saturday. Can we expect him back anytime soon? Gator defense looked like they needed him. Um, the Gator defense, uh, let me put it this way. Um, when they get matched up against a team that has a strong power forward or a strong inside game like Kentucky, Tolu Smith for Mississippi State as a power forward, that's a bad matchup for Florida. Compound that with Deruji, who I think has been really good in the absence of Johnson, gets in foul trouble the other day, so Florida has to play small. Well, guess what? You're, you're going to get crushed on the glass. Yeah, and their interior defense hasn't been good most of the year. Well, I don't know. I, I think Castleton has surprised everybody. His ability to block shots. Block shots. He's been, he's been a better rim protector than anything Florida's had in the last couple of years. Yep, he, it's just... The numbers, right? But but they don't. Have, they're not a physically built team. I agree per se. Uh, Stephen Valrico, Tennessee looks good. LSU looks good. Alabama looks like they might win basketball and football SEC titles. Will the SEC get any other teams to the tournament? Well, I think there's four that are in for sure. In terms, I, I think he left one off, so I'll have to go back through it mentally here. Alabama, LSU, uh, Tennessee. Now, who are we leaving out? Uh, there's four locks. So somebody will have to help Arkansas. me. Out. Um, LSU, Alabama, Tennessee, and Missouri. Missouri. Missouri's got four quad one wins. That's as, much, that's as many as anybody in the country. So even though they're uh, two and two, I think, in the league, uh, they're in. Arkansas has got the next best chance uh, because their net is somewhere in the 30s, I think. Uh, big home game tomorrow. Uh, that's the game I have. I have Auburn at Arkansas tomorrow night. Um, and they're going to have to handle Sharif Cooper. And, man, is he fun to watch. So Auburn's not eligible for the NCAA tournament this year because they've self-imposed. But but it's a almost a must-win because Arkansas at 2-4 and four in the league, um, you know, uh, played a lot of road games in early part of the SEC schedule. And the, the flip will be that the, they get a lot of home games down the stretch. So – um, they have a chance, but uh, Mississippi State definitely on the outside looking in right now. Uh, but again, four and two in the league, and, and uh, have Ole Miss I think at home on uh, tomorrow, tonight or tomorrow. I, I keep forgetting schedules here. Um, but right now, I would say if, if you ask me what I think right now, I'd say four. Florida out. Florida's out. Okay, um, Greg. Gators keep losing games they're favored in. <clears throat> is there something they need to do differently in games they're supposed to win? Is the effort not there? Okay, well, the games they were supposed to win, I don't know what that means. I mean, is that a betting line thing? I don't know what the line was against Kentucky. I'm sure it was close. And if you go on the road, I'd be shocked if they were favored at Mississippi State. Um, again, Florida's issues are not going to go away. In some ways, I'm, I'm just – when I talked about at the top that I'm thrilled for players, I, I'm thrilled for Florida's players. I mean, I, to me, there's two great stories in college basketball, and I don't care who wins, who loses, who wins the NCAA tournament, but Keontae Johnson walking around is a great story, and Andrew Jones at Tech to, Texas with his overcoming cancer and hitting the game-winning shot a, a week ago, 
um, there's some things that are just bigger than our game. Adam and Jacksonville, Duke, Carolina, and Kentucky all not in the top 25. <laughs> yeah. When was the last time that's <laughs> happened, and why is it happening now? It's happening now because um, not as talented as in years past. Uh, remember, Carolina had a rebuilding year last year and really struggled, and their best player went to the NBA. So, I mean, I think that speaks volumes. I don't think this Kentucky class nor this Duke class is as talented as maybe people thought on paper. And uh, then, you again, I come back to this, less practice. Right. I mean, if you're going to be young and you have less practice, that is a recipe for not winning games. Mike and Ocala get a women's basketball, got a win after a five-game slide. What's the ceiling for them this year? Uh, I, I don't – I haven't – you know, I run into Cam every once in a while at Starbucks. We go to the same Starbucks, and um, I, all I know is they got somebody who can score. Yeah, they do. Um, so that that's that's good. Part of what their issue was was the schedule. <clears throat> yeah, it's been brutal. They, yeah. Their early schedule was – now, and again, let's, let's look at the SEC – Carol, South Carolina, Kentucky, there's some really good teams in this league, and they got them early. So hopefully now the schedule for them eases a little bit and they can get some league wins. They just got to make a tournament. I think the, the league is better yeah, no than question. it has been the last couple of no three question. years. It's deeper. It is. No question, Mark. It is. Uh, Adrian in Orange Park. Castleton looks like he was a nice addition to the team. Yep. Um, the football teams use the transfer portal really well. Can we expect Mike White to follow suit? Well, they already have. I right. mean, I mean, that's Appleby's a transfer. DeRuji's a, a, a transfer. Transferring is going to be the new dark side of recruiting. And if we do not, I've said this for a couple of years, if we do not put a calendar on the transfer portal in any sport, it makes no sense to me why the, a guy who can play today can enter the transfer portal tomorrow. He can Because he's not going to become eligible any sooner. So every transfer portal, in my opinion, should not start until the day after your season ends. Basketball can be the exception to that because you have the two-semester thing. So open the transfer portal for two days after the first semester or – Two days, December twenty second, twenty third. I don't, I don't care where it is. Open right. it for two days. But other than that, no, no transfer should happen in season. I just don't agree with that. Yeah, that's, and I agree one hundred percent what you said. Because if not, it's going to be the wild, wild west. Well, it's going to be that because we're, the one time transfer is going to pass. I know they just tabled it, but it, it's going to pass, and poaching is going to become. Um, the norm and not the exception, especially for great players in mid-major programs. All right. Those are our questions of the week brought to you by Paul Gardner Chiropractic, committed to your comfort and care. Again, you can send your questions to hoop, there it is, show at gmail.com. We'll take a break, come back. Much more to come. Our initial hoop, there it is, show with Mark Wise. You can call us also on the Campus USA phone line. Mark will answer your questions here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Crime Prevention Security Systems has provided security and life safety to families and businesses in Gainesville and surrounding areas since 1975. Their mobile app makes security and home automation easy to use and affordable. With fast access to lighting control, doorbell cameras, and thermostats, crime prevention is security and so much more. Contact them today, 352-376-1499 or cpss.net. 
It's hoop season, and there's many of you out there will try and act like the Gators do on the court and relive the glory days. But when you get the aches and pains from doing the moves you shouldn't be trying anymore, you'll know it's time to see Dr. Paul Gardner, and he'll fix you upright. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they've got affordable, no-stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that'll get you better in no time. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you diagnosed the right way. So call them today at 727-4438. At Center State Bank, they put business first. They're the largest community bank in the state of Florida and understand that small businesses need a community business partner that they can rely on. Center State has five convenient Alachua County locations to serve you better. They invite you to come in and experience the Center State difference. To learn more, visit centerstatebank.com. Center State Bank, member FDIC. Hi, this is Steve Spurrier here, and I have some wonderful news for the Gator Nation. Our new restaurant, Spurrier's, is opening at Celebration Point. Spurrier's is going to be a restaurant to come to celebrate Gator victories, anniversaries, birthdays, whatever. There's no better place than Celebration Point in Gainesville. Spurrier's going to be a one-of-a-kind restaurant with an exciting atmosphere and wonderful food. I'll see you at Celebration Point, where the Gators come to celebrate. The best new cars make the best used cars. That's why at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, our buyers search all over Florida for only the cleanest, later model, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. And why you can feel confident knowing you're getting a safe, reliable vehicle backed by a local, reputable, hands-on dealer. Visit Davis Gainesville Chevy today and shop the area's largest pre-owned selection. Nearly every make and model. And with prices starting at just $99.95, everyone must pass a rigorous 170-point inspection. Many come with remaining factory warranties. And all are backed by Davis's three-day love-it-or-bring-it-back guarantee. Even dozens of GM-certified pre-owned vehicles are available with better-than-new car warranties. Plus, Davis Gainesville Chevy has finance plans for everyone. So why pay the difference if you can't tell the difference? Get a fully inspected, like-new car or truck today for a fraction of the new car price at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, North Main Street, online at GainesvilleChevy.com. See dealer for complete details. Welcome back to Hoop, There It Is, on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Worry less with crime prevention security systems by preventing package theft with their doorbell camera. Contact them today at cpss.net. Welcome back to Hoop, There It Is, alongside Mark Wise. I'm Steve Russell. We thank you for listening. We'll go to our Campus USA phone line and uh, talk to Porter. Porter, what's up? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Um, about two or three weeks ago, I was just clicking around and uh, happened to catch a basketball game and heard a familiar voice. And, Mark, I'm not blowing smoke <laughs> up here. You know what? It was it was you. And uh, I stopped and watched, and listened, watched the game uh, specifically because of that. I really appreciate your uh, insight and your basketball analysis. So I think too many of the guys just you know, they're reading their rehearsed comments, and, and you make it fit with the game, and it, 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 you do a great job. So I just want to pass that along. Porter, um, you can call five times every week. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm being serious, man. You did a great job. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Colin, Colin Castleton, how can he be such a shot blocker on the defensive end and yet be so timid around the rim? I mean, he, he dunks the ball when they're wide open, but he, he seems to be—he doesn't seem to draw contact like he like he could, and he's pretty good at free throw line. So, I, 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 I do, do you want to have a comment on that? Well, yeah, you do know that the other team has defensive players who block shots too, right? You, Fair you, enough. you do get that. And then Florida doesn't beat uh, Ole Miss without his two and one opportunities late in the game. There you go. They 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 just don't. They don't win that game. I I understand that Locks three 
um, is the one that put them ahead. But when they were down nine and and looked like uh, things were not going good, he 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 rescued him with those two offensive rebounds and and one opportunities. Yeah, fair enough. And I wasn't criticizing him at all as a player. In general, it just seemed to me that I don't understand how he can seemingly, maybe I'm totally wrong, but seemed to be so aggressive on one end and so timid on the other. But um, And he was really right. good against LSU, aggressive offensively, too. Now, LSU, uh, um, one of the challenges for LSU, because I've had them like three times, they don't have a rim protector. Right. They, they, they do not have a guy blocking shots block to block. So, But, man, do they have offense. Woo. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. And along those lines, one thing is I, 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 I like to draw fouls. And every time we're in foul trouble and the other team isn't, I think of all the times we had easy fouls we could have drawn, especially when the ball's in certain players' hands. What do you think of the, the stopping in front and letting the guy run into you from behind, or especially early in the game to build up fouls? Is that uh, something yeah, it's an, about? There's no question. It's an undervalued skill for the most part. But um, I, let me answer. Let me answer that this way, Porter, and, and I'm going to give a bigger picture answer. I'm on this kick, not a kick. This is what I believe. A lot of freshmen uh, don't know how to play with others. And what do I mean by that? I think we've become so individual, workout centric. We've lost sight of playing five on five. So the things that you're talking about and asking about, you don't get that in an individual workout. You do not get how to draw fouls. You do not get how to pass around one guy. You do not get how to rotate. You do not get, for the most part, how to keep a guy in front of you on defense. So if, if there was one thing, there were two things I would tell people, young players today. One, play more five-on-five, five, play more pickup. And two, ever how many dribbles you think you need, divide by two <laughs> and go from there. I like it. I like it. And, and what you said leads to my last point, um, with, especially with the freshmen. Uh, caller asked Steve last week, and I thought he had a, had a good point. Uh, we see all of those quote-unquote blue bloods, but if you look at it a different way, teams that have been feasting on the one-and-dones, you know, your Kentuckys right. and, and your Dukes, these dudes, we see them struggling maybe more than uh, others than, than we think. And, and the question was because of this weird offseason we had where not only did maybe they lost some of their senior year in high school, they lost maybe the summer yep. leagues that they play in the AAU, and then they lost a lot of the practice leading in. How much do you think that plays into it? I'll take it off the air, guys. Porter, thank you. Huge. That's a quick – I've already answered that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's do uh, our next segment here. Uh, and it is going to be Chalk Talk with Mark, brought to you by Meldon Law, the only official law partner – of the Florida Gators. So we've been wondering, I'm not going to go to the board today, I'm going to do it this way, um, we've been wondering about this home court advantage thing, because with few fans around, what impact has it made? Well, somebody did a study uh, that included the Power Five conferences and the Big East. So those six conferences, and, and looked at their home winning percentage from last year to this year. Only one one league has the home winning percentage gone up, and that's the ACC. Overall, the drop was from 65% to 57%. And in the SEC, it's, it's even more dramatic. 66% of home teams won last year. Only 53% hmm. are winning this year. So for these people that say that there's still a home court, I get it. You're sleeping at home. You're, you, you don't have to do pregame meal on the road. But the fact there are no fans has had a huge impact on who wins and loses. All right. Now, sub of the week, brought to you by Miapa Latin Cafe, home of the Ybor City, Tampa Cuban, Miami Cuban, and the Key West Cuban. Sub of the week, Mark. 
So Bryce Williams plays for Charlotte. Off the bench on Saturday, Charlotte he got 22 as Charlotte beat UAB um, 70 to 55. The reason why all of that is important is because the very day before he was a starter, did not score in double figures, and Charlotte got beat by UAB 61 to 37. They Whoa. went from getting beat by 24 on one night to winning by 15 the next afternoon. That's a differential of 39 points. Wow. Big part of that, Bryce Williams for Charlotte. Wow. That's, I mean, you don't see that often. Do no. You? no. Well, you know, there are a lot of leagues that are playing back-to-back nights right. against the same opponent. Um, and it'll be interesting to evaluate all of that at the end. Yeah, because is it easy to beat the same team twice? We've seen that before several times. Um but again, if you get if you play the same team at home twice and you lose twice, that's that's tough. Yeah, that is tough. Take a break. Come back. Much more to come as we are talking hoops. Hoop, there it is. ESPN ninety eight one FM eight fifty AM WRUF. Everybody out there listening has a great understanding of sports, and that means we all know that injuries are inevitable, and they can sometimes cause lots of stress in our lives. So that's why Titan MRI wants to make the process of finding out what's wrong as easy as possible. Their entire mindset is helping you get better, and they'll even have your scan read same day. Located right in the heart of Gainesville off of Newberry Road, access is awesome. No long walks from a parking garage. You can just walk right in and smile, knowing that Joe and the crew at Titan MRI are going to get you all fixed up. There's always a party at Gators Dockside. Plenty of drink specials, lots of large screen TVs so you won't miss one second of the action, and oh yeah, delicious food. You know you want some wings. Right now you can get 12 boneless wings any way you want them. Scooter hot or barbecue, two sides and ranch or blue cheese for just $10.99. And Gators Caters. Make your next event a tasty success by getting the Gators Dockside catering crew on the job. Stop by your closest Gators Dockside location or check them out online at GatorsDockside.com. Ma, it's a Mickey D's. There's food at home. But there's no Chicken McNuggets at home. Okay, fine. That's two 10-piece Chicken McNuggets. Have a nice day. So who's going to be sharing some of those Chicken McNuggets? I thought you said there was food at home. You better watch it. <laughs> the you can get this at home meal. Get it at McDonald's where you can get two of your faves, like a 10-piece Chicken McNuggets or a Big Mac for just 5 bucks. Price of participation may vary. Single item at regular price. Limited time offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hi, I'm Coach Steve Spurrier, and I am a member of the Campus USA Credit Union. The Gator Nation has been counting on Campus USA Credit Union for over 80 years. Campus supports the Gators and our community. Campus membership is open to all UF students, faculty, staff, and alumni. Come see why over 100,000 members, like me, count on Campus USA Credit Union. So put some star power to work in your financial life. Visit CampusCU.com and join today. Hey, Gator Nation, I'm here with Jeffrey Meldon of Meldon Law. Jeffrey, I've heard some great news that Meldon Law is the official community partner of the Florida Gators. Actually, we're the only official community partner of the Florida Gators. Well, that certainly has a nice ring to it. Meldon Law, the only official law firm community partner of the Florida Gators with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Fort Lauderdale. Meldon Law, where you matter most. 
When it comes to info technology, things change fast. That's why we're here. From servers to cybersecurity, My IT Masters is your one-stop shop serving the greater Gainesville area for all your technology needs. So you can focus on business, not IT. A professional staff handles all your network monitoring to make sure you stay connected wherever, whenever. And with service plans based on flat monthly fees, you'll get customized service and support for one affordable price. Small or large business, nobody does IT like the master. Welcome back to Hoop, There It Is on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. At Titan MRI, no insurance is no problem. And Titan MRI has the same-day scheduling available. Call them up and start feeling better today. That's TitanMRI.com. I love the fact that they don't trust me to say call them. It, it, the, the script says call them. I'm from Kentucky. I would have read it that way anyway. <laughs> well, well, we, 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 don't do, we don't do them as them. It's M. Call them. We'll, we'll get our script writers to, to look into that. <laughs> um, all right. By the way, if you want to call us, talk to Mark on the Campus USA phone in line, 392 uh, As we wait for that, if you choose to do it, we'll do our Coach of the Week, brought to you by Celebration Point, future home of Spurrier's Gridiron Grill, Celebration Point, where Gators come to celebrate. Coach of the Week, Mark. Well, this one's a little bit closer to my heart because this guy graduated from the same high school that I did, Ooh. Scott County High School. Uh, A.W. Hamilton at Eastern Kentucky University this uh, this summer, um, much like I did 14 years ago, uh, had his world turned upside down by by uh, getting a cancer diagnosis. It's in remission now, but at the same point in time, um, he had to go through some tough things. And the reason why I'm listing him is because Eastern Kentucky is 12 and two. It's their best start since 1946-47. Whoa. So it's worthy of a mention. Yeah, no and doubt. And no, I was not around to see that team before you <laughs> so asked. You, didn't, you weren't in the stands then? Okay. No. Uh, all right. It's uh, now time for our top four. Brought to you by My IT Masters, your one-stop shop for your business's technology solutions. From voice over IP to cybersecurity, nobody does IT like the master. Your top four. Well, in my world, the first three are easy. It's Gonzaga, Baylor, Iowa, and I love the way Iowa plays. Uh, it, it gets more interesting at four. I cannot put Villanova in at four just because I don't know. I don't know where they are. They haven't played a game since December 23rd. Now, I think they're scheduled to play Seton Hall sometime midweek. Uh, so I'm going to put Michigan in there, and the reason why I'm going to put Michigan in there, they yes, the, they just lost at Minnesota. Um but if you take a look at, and I'm a, um, well, you know what? I'm gonna save that because that's a different award. So just, I got Michigan number four. <laughs> okay. I don't want to get ahead of myself. Yeah. Well, it's okay. First week, you know, we got to get used yeah. to the schedule, right? Yeah. Um, look, I, I think it's really, the top three is pretty easy. Okay. And I don't know who I, I mean, you could probably put two or three teams at number four. Um, you know, when Michigan got that huge win over Wisconsin and was like, whoa. And they just thrashed them. Right. And then they go to Minnesota, and they got thrashed. Right. But they're still good. So, I, I, Mark, I'm with you. I, I, I don't know any – Dickinson, I mean, I, that that dude is pretty dang good for Michigan now. That seven-foot freshman. I mean, he he's good. All right. I, I know, Mark, there's a lot of people listening who are Gator men's basketball fans, and I'm just going to – 
you know, open Pandora's box here. I, I do this show every day. I can tell you there's a lot of people who call and complain sure. about Mike White. That's okay. That, They're complaining about me at South Carolina the <laughs> other day. So You know, the job that he's doing and where this team is. And, you know, I, look, I understand if you're sitting here and you're in Gainesville, Florida, you know, you're going to defend the code. But I do think because fans are close to this, that they should, oh, without Keontae, no big deal. No big deal without Keontae. You should, you should be good enough to go out there and beat these people. So where right now is this Florida program in your eyes? Uh, without Keontae Johnson. Yes. I mean, that, that is the bottom line. If you, if you felt like you had an NBA draft pick, it would be Keontae Johnson. So take an NBA draft pick out of any team's lineup and you're going to be greatly impacted. The fact that this team has kind of gotten themselves back off that traumatic experience and is playing games and winning games, I mean, um, you know, the, the, the win against LSU is not going anywhere. It's a quad one win any way you cut it. Um, uh, Trey Mann and the way he has progressed from his freshman to sophomore year, very impressive. Appleby had a good game the other night. It's just that they've got some some uh, limitations, in my view, in terms of talent and in terms of length and strength. The length and strength, I think, has been an issue. If, if you're going to take a look at what he has done, okay, Florida had the preseason player of the year last year. Right. Didn't really pan out that way. But yeah. would you agree that's been a little bit of an issue w with this regime here? Well, you're going to make me go back and think, and man, I can't even remember, remember who I had last week. Um, again, Blackshear, in my view, was when I looked at what he brought to the table based on what he had done at Virginia Tech, I, I was convinced he was going to be the missing piece. I did not realize that his foot, ankle, whatever you call it, injury uh, would impact him from an athletic standpoint. I mean, he just couldn't play above the rim, period. So if you're a big guy and you don't play above the rim, and, and uh, I don't care how strong you are, uh, you, you're, you're going to have some struggles. And so he had some struggles, and the new three-point line last year impacted him, like it did a lot of stretch fours and stretch fives. And so when you throw that all into the mix, then he ended up not being as good. Therefore, Florida wasn't as good in my view um i think i'm going to come back to this I, I, castleton to me has been the most pleasant surprise and really one of the more pleasant surprise surprises in this league i don't think anybody saw that coming so i mean if you're if you want to get on the staff about this or that you also have to give them credit so you have to give them credit for trey man and and uh, where appleby is um, I wish Appleby didn't turn the ball over as much. He's got more turnovers than assists. Glover has more turnovers than assists. But Trey Mann has taken to the point guard position and has, and has run with it. Uh, they I, Again, how many practices, limited as they were, did they have leading into the Florida State game? So then how many practices after that traumatic experience, how many practices has that team had? Because remember, they shut down for two weeks. Period. They did nothing. Um, then you throw in the fact now they're practicing without Scotty Lewis. I mean, it's just a team that in some ways has just had everything possible go wrong. 
Tennessee comes here tonight. Yeah. Nationally ranked in the top ten. Right. Um, discuss them and the matchup with Florida from the Florida perspective. Well, the matchup for anybody in this league is can you score enough points against Tennessee? Um, they have two elite defenders. Um, well, they have one that's head and shoulders above everybody else, and that's Eves Ponds. But they also, I don't think Fulkerson gets as much credit. Uh, everybody, you know, looks at him and sees Phil Jackson, kind of the lanky six foot nine guy. I like that, that comparison. And, and yeah. so, you know, he, he, he can. But I think you look at him as, as, and his growth on the offensive end, he's a solid defender. Where I picked Tennessee in the pre conference, uh, in the preseason to win the league because I thought they had the most knowns. And I'm talking about Vescovi at the point. I'm talking about uh, Pons and, and what he brings and Fulkerson and what he brings. And then uh, you've got this elite freshman class with Johnson and Springer that they're trying to they're trying to still mash. But, again, they've only played – I don't know. I'll have to look it up. Uh, they've played 11 games. If you've played 11 games, you should be somewhere around December 10th right now. And we're in we're in Jan, mid January, mid to late January, and you're six games into your conference schedule. I just think a lot of coaches are still mixing and matching and learning how to rotate guys and who plays and who doesn't play and why. And so it's a little bit of a process for everybody. So uh, Florida's to get back to your answer. Florida's challenge tonight will be offense. Can you can you find enough shots and can you make enough shots? Time for our Baller of the Week, brought to you by McDonald's of Gainesville with 10 locally owned and operated locations. Baller of the Week. Well, remember we talked about those back-to-back schedule games. Well, Western Kentucky had Marshall on on back-to-back nights this past weekend. Charles Bassey, who's probably going to be a first-round pick, 6'10", 6'11", 245. He's really been a he's – a, he's a major league or, or a, a – a, power conference talent playing at Western Kentucky. He averaged 22 and a half points and 14 and a half boards in the back-to-back wins. So he's my baller of the week. Good numbers. Take a break. Come back. Much more. You want to talk to Mark, ask him a question you can on the Campus USA call-in line. Again, we are doing a special hoop. There it is today. We'll be back at our normal Monday 11 a.m. slot next week. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Everybody out there listening has a great understanding of sports, and that means we all know that injuries are inevitable, and they can sometimes cause lots of stress in our lives. So that's why Titan MRI wants to make the process of finding out what's wrong as easy as possible. Their entire mindset is helping you get better, and they'll even have your scan read same day. Located right in the heart of Gainesville off of Newberry Road, access is awesome. No long walks from a parking garage, you can just walk right in and smile, knowing that Joe and the crew at Titan MRI are going to get you all fixed up. It's hoop season, and there's many of you out there will try and act like the Gators do on the court and relive the glory days. But when you get the aches and pains from doing the moves you shouldn't be trying anymore, you'll know it's time to see Dr. Paul Gardner, and he'll fix you up right. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they've got affordable, no-stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that'll get you better in no time. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you diagnosed the right way. So call them today at 727-4438. At Center State Bank, they put business first. They're the largest community bank in the state of Florida and understand that small businesses need a community business partner that they can rely on. Center State has five convenient Alachua County locations to serve you better. They invite you to come in and experience the Center State difference. 
To learn more, visit centerstatebank.com. Center State Bank, member FDIC. Leave the hustle and bustle behind and take a break with Miapa Latin Cafe. Open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. They use only the freshest ingredients to create classics like Cuban sandwiches, arepas, lechon asado, and café con leche. And beat the heat by trying it on ice during Miapa's daily half-off iced coffee happy hour from 2 until 5 p.m. Relax on the patio at their Gainesville or Alachua locations and enjoy life the Miapa way. Miapa Latin Cafe. Good Cuban food served with a smile. Hi, this is Steve Spurrier here, and I have some wonderful news for the Gator Nation. Our new restaurant, Spurrier's, is opening at Celebration Point. Spurrier's is going to be a restaurant to come to celebrate Gator victories, anniversaries, birthdays, whatever. There's no better place than Celebration Point in Gainesville. Spurrier's is going to be a one-of-a-kind restaurant with an exciting atmosphere and wonderful food. I'll see you at Celebration Point, where the Gators come to celebrate. Welcome back to Hoop, There It Is on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Connect more with crime prevention security systems and easily view cameras at your home or business. Contact them today at cpss.net. Welcome back to Hoop, There It Is, ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, as we talk hoops, as we just hope uh, that these games will be, continue to be played, but I think realistically, probably going to be this up and down, <laughs> yes. you know, and you just, you should be grateful for the games you get. Yeah, I've had four canceled, two <laughs> two in their place. One week, I got a game canceled on Thursday and then picked up another game on Friday. Wow. So, yeah, that's, that's kind of the way we're doing it. Nature and the, of the, and the, the home kit games are interesting, to say the least. Team of the Week, brought to you by Davis Chevrolet, your premier North Central Florida dealer of Chevrolet, Mazda, and Cadillac. Who's your Team of the Week, Mark? Well, if I told you a team was 4-4 four and four in their league, would that impress you? Not particularly. Not particularly. What if I told you that that team in their four home wins in the league have now beaten Michigan, Iowa, Michigan State, and Ohio State? Would that impress you? That would impress me. Well, that's what Minnesota, Minnesota has done. I going to say Minnesota, yeah. yeah. So uh, even though they're 4-4 four and four and have struggled on the road at the barn, they've been fantastic. And that win over Michigan was impressive. But, you know, in, in my view, the win over Iowa was the most impressive one. So uh, they've got a great guard, Marcus Carr, great point guard. And so Richard Pitino's doing good things and hopefully getting the hot seat tag off of him as well. Who right now do you think is the most balanced conference in college basketball? Well, the Big Ten is the best. It's, there's not a, whatever second is not even remotely close. Wow. Okay. The ACC's down yep. because Duke and Carolina are down. Now, right. that's not to say that Florida State's not outstanding. They are. Uh, Clemson is as good as they've been maybe in the last 10 years. I'm, I'm not arguing that. But the Big Ten is just brutal. I mean uh, – Illinois, what's happened to Illinois lately? Well, the Big Ten is what's happened to Illinois. Um, so if, if you end up in 500 in the Big Ten, I think you're going to get in the tournament, period. Because there's going to be more emphasis on league play because there has to be. I get this a lot, Mark, and I don't know that there's really an answer here, but let me try. We've already seen Auburn mail it in you know, with the NCAA. They just said, look, we're going to self. We're not going to the tournament. Right. Hopefully, that will help us when we deal with the NCAA. I can't believe LSU is 
not there yet either. So my question to you is, based on those wiretaps, based on those things, the NCA is very slow. They have a shortage in enforcement. Where do you see that sort of thing going? Uh, nowhere, because I have lost all faith in the NCAA's ability to govern our sport. Wow. Um, I, I, I just don't see it. I'm not for self-imposing. Uh, I understand why schools do it. Oh, sure. I understand that. Um, and I've got Auburn tomorrow night. It'll be the fourth time I've had them. Sharif Cooper, if you haven't seen Auburn play, tune in tomorrow night. Because this guy just got eligible three games ago. He is an electric, elite, elite passer. I mean elite passer. He can do something that five people on the planet cannot do. And that is with his offhand, he he can throw a lob pass at the rim off the bounce with his offhand. So think about that. Left-hand dribble, never touch it. Straight lob to the ring. He's done it in each of the last two games. Fun guy to watch. He's completely changed Auburn's season. I'm telling you, they can beat anybody in the league now. They've, they've played three games with him. They lost to Alabama by four, 94-90. Great game. And then they just got through beating Kentucky, and then I had them, whoever they beat, last week. So, um Again, I, I've kidded the over and under on the points tomorrow night. Auburn at Arkansas is about 433, <laughs> I think. Yeah. It'll uh, be fun. be de- a fun game to do. Yeah, not defense maybe. And I get to see Alabama on Saturday. I have Alabama on Saturday at home against uh, Mississippi State, one of the surprise teams in the league. Leads us right into our Games to Watch segment, brought to you by Gator Dock, Gator Stockside, where Gators go for good food and good times. With more TVs than anybody, you can always catch the game at Gators Dockside. So some games to watch. Well, let's start with tonight because Colorado State is at Utah State late. Utah State, one of the surprise teams in the country, unbeaten in the Mountain West. Colorado State, only one loss in the Mountain West, also a huge surprise team. But if you're going to watch a game tonight, you want to watch Alabama at LSU. I mean, that these two are going to be in the middle of the ring offensively, duking it out fun. Um Tomorrow night, St. Louis, who has not played since pre-Christmas, a really good team for Travis Ford. They're at UMass, um, and, and UMass is, I think, one loss in the A-10. Anyway, they've gotten off to a much better start than the non-conference. That's Matt McCall's team. And then, of course, Auburn at Arkansas tomorrow night. Why not? Duh. <laughs> Thursday, Arizona at Arizona State. Friday, Michigan at Purdue. And on Saturday, Duke at Louisville. I, I, I put that down, and then I almost wish I hadn't. Uh, Dayton at VCU, which I think is a great matchup. VCU's playing much better. LSU at Kentucky, so it's a big week for LSU. Bama at home at Kentucky, and then Missouri at Tennessee. Remember that Tennessee went to Missouri the uh, very first game of the league season and waxed the Tigers there. Here's the rematch. And then Sunday... USF, who's lost a boatload of close games at Wichita State. I'm saying that because Wichita State, who went through all the turmoil of Greg Marshall over the summer, they have been a big-time surprise in the American. So that could be a good matchup. Good stuff. We'll take a break, come back, wrap up today's hoop. There it is, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF.
Crime Prevention Security Systems has provided security and life safety to families and businesses in Gainesville and surrounding areas since 1975. Their mobile app makes security and home automation easy to use and affordable. With fast access to lighting control, doorbell cameras, and thermostats, crime prevention and security, and so much more. Contact them today, 352-376-1499 or cpss.net. The best new cars make the best used cars. That's why at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, our buyers search all over Florida for only the cleanest, later model, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. And why you can feel confident knowing you're getting a safe, reliable vehicle backed by a local, reputable, hands-on dealer. Visit Davis Gainesville Chevy today and shop the area's largest pre-owned selection. Nearly every make and model. And with prices starting at just $99.95, everyone must pass a rigorous 170-point inspection. Many come with remaining factory warranty. And all are backed by Davis's three-day love-it-or-bring-it-back guarantee. Even dozens of GM-certified pre-owned vehicles are available with better-than-new-car warranties. Plus, Davis Gainesville Chevy has finance plans for everyone. So why pay the difference if you can't tell the difference? Get a fully inspected, like new car or truck today for a fraction of the new car price at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, North Main Street. Online at GainesvilleChevy.com. See dealer for complete details. Leave the hustle and bustle behind and take a break with Miapa Latin Cafe. Open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. They use only the freshest ingredients to create classics like Cuban sandwiches, arepas, lechon asado, and café con leche. And beat the heat by trying it on ice during Miapa's daily half-off iced coffee happy hour from 2 until 5 p.m. Relax on the patio at their Gainesville or Alachua locations and enjoy life the Miapa way. Miapa Latin Cafe. Good Cuban food served with a smile. There's always a party at Gators Dockside. Plenty of drink specials, lots of large screen TVs so you won't miss one second of the action, and oh yeah, delicious food. You know you want some wings. Right now you can get 12 boneless wings any way you want them. Scooter hot or barbecue, two sides and ranch or blue cheese for just $10.99. And Gators Caters. Make your next event a tasty success by getting the Gators Dockside catering crew on the job. Stop by your closest Gators Dockside location or check them out online at GatorsDockside.com. Hi, I'm Coach Steve Spurrier, and I am a member of the Campus USA Credit Union. The Gator Nation has been counting on Campus USA Credit Union for over 80 years. Campus supports the Gators and our community. Campus membership is open to all UF students, faculty, staff, and alumni. Come see why over 100,000 members, like me, count on Campus USA Credit Union. So put some star power to work in your financial life. Visit CampusCU.com and join today. Hey Gator Nation, I'm here with Jeffrey Meldon of Meldon Law. Jeffrey, I've heard some great news that Meldon Law is the official community partner of the Florida Gators. Actually, we're the only official community partner of the Florida Gators. Well, that certainly has a nice ring to it. Meldon Law, the only official law firm community partner of the Florida Gators with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Fort Lauderdale. Meldon Law, where you matter most. Welcome back to Hoop, There It Is on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. At Titan MRI, you'll visit the only locally owned and operated MRI imaging center in town. Call them up and start feeling better today. That's TitanMRI.com. We wrap it up with Mark today here in uh, Hoop, There It Is. Okay, Mark, if people are just tuning in, Florida gets a tough one tonight at home. Yeah. Uh, Tennessee, very, very good team. What does Florida have to do tonight to try to win this game again without 
uh, Keontae Johnson and Scotty Lewis? Um, the great equalizer is that three-point line. Uh, I mean, if they make nine or ten threes in the game, I think they'll be around. Um, you know, the, it, it, it's almost in some ways playing with house money tonight. Um, Tennessee's the hunted. There, there's no question about that. Uh, Alabama will learn what it's like to be the hunted real soon. Um, but I think in some ways it's it, it it's and I don't want to get ahead of ourselves here, but Florida's more important game might be on the weekend at Georgia, and because I I do think Georgia you know Georgia has a freshman who just got eligible. I just did his first game. He changes them a little bit in in terms of uh, the way that they can score. Katie Johnson. But Georgia's built more like Kentucky, uh, more like Florida's built. They're they're not going to overwhelm you with length and strength, as I as I say it, as I like to call it. So, um, if Florida could come out of the weekend with us with this week as a split, I think that's progress. And and remember, Florida's back end is brutal in the league. Five of the eight that they play on the back half of the conference schedule is on the road, and that's at Kentucky and at Missouri and at Tennessee and, you know, so on and so forth. What team in the league, we all know who's good right now. Right. Right. Who's got the chance to, be, like Auburn comes to mind because of the player you mentioned, right? Yeah, they're, they're the team that, that can now, they're in a different place. They, they were playing without a point guard, literally without a point guard. <laughs> Flanagan was running the point. Powell was running the point. Uh, they were hard to watch. I mean, Bruce Pearl would tell he did tell us that. I mean, they were hard to watch at times. He he solves all that. Allows Flanagan and Powell. Powell's been out with concussion protocol, but he'll become a shooter. Um, and and the way that they shoot twenty eight threes a game. I mean, the balls in Cooper's hands. You don't have to worry about turnovers now. They're a completely completely different team. And let's end uh, handicap the game you have coming up. Auburn at Arkansas tomorrow night. Arkansas's got to get off to a better start. They've got to take better care of the basketball early. They have chased points. Uh, and they it'll, here's a little coaching tidbit, and I'm not saying anything out of school here because I haven't even talked to uh, Muss yet. But Musselman ha- likes to run and jump to get the ball out of certain players' hands like an old high school team would do. You two guys, go get him. Make him pass it, okay? So uh, will they be willing to do that with Cooper? Because if they do that, they're throwing over four against three, and Auburn likes to shoot threes. So it'll be a little game within the game tomorrow night. That's good stuff. Um, Don't forget, this was a special edition of Hoop There It Is in the sense of the day uh, and the time. Our normal time will be on Mondays at 11 a.m., so it's only six more days till we get Mark back here (laughs) and we talk more hoops. So we thank you for tuning in today, but again, during basketball season, it'll be every Monday at 11 o'clock. Sports Scene is next. We'll take your phone calls and talk some sports, talk about the weekend. We will talk more Florida-Tennessee, and we'll talk some college football as well. I didn't want to say it with Mark in the room here. (laughs) That's exactly right. (laughs) See you next week. See you next week. So long, everybody.